Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, did you hear about the ice cream shop that hurls scoops to customers just for fun? It's called Ketchin Ice Cream. Get it? Ketchin? And customers have to catch their scoop in a cup after it's hurled at them from across the room. Now, good news. If you miss the catch, they won't charge you. Second, heads up, Panera's uh, new toasted baguette is huge. There's a Caprice, a smoky buffalo melt. They're 10 inches long, so it might be a good lunch to share with a friend. There goes your low-carb diet. Yes. (laughs) And finally, in the world of food, if you're trying to limit sugar this year, a great alternative, they say, is honey. Yeah, consuming raw honey from a single floral source may improve blood sugar control and lower lower your cholesterol levels, according Mm. to brand new research. Coming up, is social media changing your teenager's brain? Is social media changing your teenager's brain? There's new research that revealed a possible link between frequently checking social media and brain changes like less control and of impulsive behaviors. They say teens who check their phone or social media a lot were more likely to see increased activation in the part of their brain that regulates reward centers. And that may play a role in regulating decision making uh, around social situations. Mm. And the biggest thing I've noticed is um, when I see parents who limit their kids social media, like I know some that finally break down and they at least allow them to have the phone but there's like no social media allowed. Those kids are so much better at conversations. Mm. Like they can look you in the eye and have a great conversation with you. Yeah. But the ones that have a bunch of social media accounts, it's definitely a lot more difficult to communicate. So when your kids start preparing food on their own, making meals for themselves and stuff, it, it can be a nice uh, a nice pressure relief for mom. Kids can start taking care of themselves. But the dishes brings up a whole nother world of problems. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. So when your kids start doing their own deal in the kitchen, it can be a relief. I remember our kids like middle school or, you know, high schoolish or whatever, make my own lunch or they could even make their own meal if everybody was out doing stuff. But as your kids get older and the uh, dishes get more complicated, they start using pots and pans and all kinds of stuff. And that creates a whole new issue for mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Dishes. Yeah. And your kids learn these excuses really quick to not do the cleanup like I don't know. They make bacon. Oh, I'm letting the pan cool down before I wash it. <laughs> yeah. Translation, you're going to wash that, Mom and Dad. You're going to find it in the morning. Or, yeah, or they, they microwave some leftovers. Maybe it's in one of those, like, glass or, you know, the, the kind of Tupperware stuff that you keep. They microwave it in that, and they eat it directly out of that. Or they might even scoop it on a plate. But then they put that container in the sink. Oh, I'm letting that soak. Mm-hmm. Again, revert back to I'm letting it cool down. Yeah. Translation of I'm letting it soak. You're washing that mom and dad. Or how about the trick that I discovered when I went home in early December and did a family dinner. What's that? And my nieces and nephews did the dishes. And the next morning I was like, wait a minute. Why is that giant casserole dish in my mom's refrigerator there was only like a bite of Brussels sprouts left. And it's a trick. Apparently it's, yeah. it's a thing that people do. They, you put the spoon in, you put the lid upside down, you shove the whole thing in the fridge and then you don't even have to wash the spoon, the dish, right. no finding a Tupperware right, for the extras, right. nothing. Right. And, and then there's the, uh, my daughter, Amber was the queen of this when, all right, girls, you're going to do the dishes. Our three daughters. Okay. Let me go grab my headphones. Never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> so funny you're talking about doing the dishes because if there's one thing I did my week home after my dad passed 
last week was a ton of dishes because a friend who had just lost her mom had advised me, hey, make sure your mom drinks water and that she's eating. So we were trying to make sure that my mom was taking care of herself, which meant we all need to eat and then do the dishes. And we were over at my sister's house. Who She just lives a mile away from my mom. Isn't that a blessing? Mm-hmm. And um, so I got up and just started helping with the dishes. And during the meal, there had been this big conversation about how my sister and her oldest daughter love all those natural oil type products, mm-hmm. including their soaps. Yeah. And my brother-in-law, Don, rolls his eyes at it. He's like, why don't you just put oils on it? Like he mocks the whole oil world. <laughs> and so much so that I guess he went into a grocery store for the first time in more than a decade to buy some palm olive because he was so tired of the like oil company soap that he didn't feel like. So I'm like scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing. We, my sister had baked salmon in the oven. There's oil everywhere. And my brother-in-law just kind of like saunters over to me and just off to the side said, hey, thanks for doing the dishes. And I went, Sure, no problem. Then I went, hey, where's that palm olive? <laughs> and he starts giggling and he gets it out from under the sink and he squirts it in the sink on some of the cookie sheets I was working on. Uh-huh. And then he hit it and he like, hit he's it. like, shh, don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone. It's contraband <laughs> palm olive. <laughs> and we were laughing so hard and then my niece came over and I was almost done and she goes, it smells like palm olive over here. It was my dad over here. And I'm like, yes. And I was like, I know nothing. I know nothing. You're soaking in it. (laughs) That's funny. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Do you feel like you have a guardian angel? This family sure did. A family in Michigan, Nate and Kathleen, and their two kids, three-year-old Gideon and 11-week-old Gwen, were driving home at 1.30 in the morning. After a, a late family Christmas, they, they had to do Christmas and New Year's combined because Nate had had COVID and they were celebrating at his parents' house. It's one thirty in the morning. A car hit them head on and totaled their vehicle. Miraculously, none of them were hurt. In fact, the baby stayed asleep and the little three-year-old was like, what happened? Like, that's how much God and a guardian angel Mm. protected them. Now, a couple passing by were definitely their guardian angels on earth. And thanks to social media, they found each other and they plan to stay in touch. Mm. Nate and Kathleen are encouraging people to hug those you love because things can change in an instant. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Definitely have guardian angels. And I think mine does facepalm all the time. (laughs) Oh, Got to catch him again. Lord of all the humans on planet Earth, why did you assign me him? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember all the strange changes in your body when you were pregnant? Coming up, did you ever notice this one? Remember all the strange things in your body when you were pregnant? Did you ever notice this one? Turns out pregnancy nose is a real thing. Your nose gets bigger from the hormones. What? Yeah, it causes the blood vessels to dilate. For most women, it just does. No, it does not. Really? Yeah. I guess women are sharing their bigger noses on TikTok (laughs) before and after. Um, Now, for most women, your nose just looks different, a little bit bigger. But some women do experience congestion. Now, thankfully, it's temporary. Usually goes back to normal. Your nose does. By the time your newborn is about six weeks old, the rest of your life has changed forever. But your nose returns <laughs> right. to normal. Your nose needs to get bigger because you're going to be putting it in your kid's business for the rest of your life. So it's probably why, right? <laughs> 
So uh, we have four kids. So when you're talking about uh, during pregnancy, women's noses get bigger. Yes, I didn't didn't notice that with Tracy, but she, she had she had problems with her feet, and and it was manageable until a friend decided to help, Uh-oh. <laughs> and then it got worse. I'll tell you what happened to Tracy and her poor feet while she was pregnant. Next. We're talking about uh, the changes that can come uh, when uh, when mom's expecting a baby, right? And you're saying noses get bigger. Yeah, it, pregnancy nose is a thing. Thankfully, it goes back when the baby is six weeks hmm. old. But yeah, wanna, your nose can get bigger. I want to know who the brave person that went, up, that went up to a pregnant woman and said, hey, we want to measure your nose. See well, no, much, it was the women themselves. See how much bigger your nose gets <laughs> while you're pregnant. They out it. It's like blood vessels are expanded or something as part of the hormones. So uh, crazy. Tracy, she had problems with her feet when she was pregnant. We have four kids. And uh, man, one time it was just really, really bad. I mean, she was living the flip flop life, of course, um, just to, you know, for to make it easier. Um, but her feet were just hurting, no matter if she even put on like really super cushiony tennis shoes, mm-hmm. um, which I would put on and die for. Um, it, nothing was working. Mm-hmm. So a friend of hers, um, who she was a um, a style hairstylist and stuff. Um, she thought that she could help her. She goes, let me do your feet for you. I do this for people all the time. We'll soak them, soak them. I'll do the, what do you call it? I, pumice. Uh, pu- but it was the grater. What do you call those things? I call it the cheese grater. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what know. you call them. But Ooh. she goes, we'll do the, we'll do the whole things. thing. You're, you're, it's going to feel like you'll have new feet. It's going to be great. So Tracy, she was a little doubtful, but she was like, I'll, I, they hurt so bad. I'll dry anything. Sure, come on over. So they did like a spa day and she soaked her feet and they had candles lit and she did the whole thing. She rubbed her feet and then then she did the cheese grater. And Tracy was like, oh, oh, I feel like a queen. This is great. Thanks for doing this. This this has been wonderful. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And she left and she was like, oh, my gosh, my feet are worse now. Oh, no. And they never got better. It was like that through the rest of the pregnancy. Uh, they had already been awful. Yeah. It was ramped up like three degrees That's after like, that. Um, people who are runners have to tell the people, don't take my calluses off with the cheese grater because <laughs> I'm a runner and it'll just make it worse. So I wonder if that's what happened. Poor I don't thing. know, but... But uh, because she didn't want our, our friend to, to feel bad, she pretended to, like oh. oh wow this is great they feel so much better as she's sitting down with her feet up going shaking her head no <laughs> it is so interesting to see what happens to a woman's body what a woman goes through to carry a child nine months and bring them safely into the world and i experienced that up close and personal with my little sister rhoda she, um, we didn't live in the same town at the, that time. Now we live nine minutes apart from each other. I love being close to my sister. Uh, but she was far away and she had stopped in for a visit. Mm-hmm. And I had tried to make a nice dinner and everything. I wanted her and her husband to feel super welcome. And I was setting the table and we were going to do it family style where I put all the food on the table and then we, you know, prayed and then served ourselves instead of like a buffet style, like I like to call it. And Sitting in front of her was a big bowl of my famous broccoli salad. Gotten that recipe from a friend one time and everybody loves it. And she's sitting there and all of a sudden, like, it was like a monster. And she just went, (laughs) can you please move the broccoli salad? And I was like, okay, 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 no problem. And 
She got so <laughs> nauseous from that broccoli salad because she was having Just morning the sickness of it, right? 24-7. <laughs> she ended up going into her guest bedroom and she never came back out the rest of the night. She was just so nauseous. So we tell that story to this day. But Have she you can, ever made the broccoli can, salad again? Yeah, she can make it herself. She loves it now. But not when she was expecting her first child. That's no cool that she loves it now. Yeah. Because like a lot of people don't have an experience like that with the mm-hmm. food and they'll oh, never yeah. they'll never. Exactly. Touch it again because it's like made an imprint on their oh, brain yeah. or something. Think back to when you and Glenn, before you got married, and you know, you're talking about all those things that young couples talk about. Mm-hmm. If they would have said to you, young Taylor Scott, how do bills get paid? Talking mm-hmm. about, you know, in a relationship, married, married relationship, how would you have answered that? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what I would have said. I guess I would have said they get paid by us going out and earning a living and we both contribute and we mix up our finances and hope that we have enough because <laughs> we had no now, money when we got married. Your husband being a financial planner, how do you uh-huh. think he would have answered that? Uh, he probably would have said, I would like to be the one that takes care of that, please. <laughs> I am the math expert in the couple. Yeah, for, for Tracy and I, we never, we never really talked about that kind of stuff before we got married and mm-hmm. she's always been the one that's been great with paying bills great at getting things done the the chief financial officer of our, mm-hmm. of our house still is to this day it makes sense because she's got administrative experience so yeah if someone would have asked yeah. me how do bills get paid i would have said tracy does them <laughs> and if someone asked me that today i would still say tracy that's does what them. i would say now but Glenn I, does it. I will yeah. say she is way happier when i get involved and she mm. goes, I just want to know that you care and that you're, you know, you're actively participating yeah. in this. So, Makes um, sense. so that's what I would have said. But you know what? Questions like this, um, they come up all the time in a fun setting with those uh, those family life marriage conferences, the, oh, yeah. the weekend mm-hmm. to remember. Uh, and they're coming up this year. There's 75 different locations uh, coming up in 2023. And if you think your relationship could use a little jump start, or you think you're doing great, but you mm-hmm. love this kind of stuff, thinking about and talking about your relationship, Family Life, uh, their marriage conference, the weekend to remember is for you. They've they've helped over a million and a half couples with this kind of stuff. I know I've gone to one. You and Glenn went to one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my friend and her husband just went to one. Mm-hmm. And they made it like a, a sweet, romantic getaway. Thank God for her mother-in-law. <laughs> and they chose the beach and the, the where nice. they had the family life conference was right on the ocean. Yeah. And she said it was so rejuvenating for the marriage, not just seeing the ocean and mm. being together, just the two of them without the kids, but also what they learned while they were there. And that's one of the cool parts about it too, is they have a date night built in that is awesome because you can go and talk about all the great stuff you learn. Now, if this sounds like something you're interested in, you can get more info at familylife.com. That's familylife.com. So my wife and I took one of those cheesy tours of the celebrity celebrity homes tours. Oh, fun, yeah. And it was, it was interesting, but we learned something fascinating about the cars they drive. We'll talk huh. about it next. So you went on one of those celebrity home tours yeah, yeah, yeah. with your see wife? The, see the homes, how the celebrity, how the other half lives, That's right? That's so fun. And here was a weird thing. It was up in the Hollywood Hills, uh-huh. and that the streets are really small. So you there's these, I don't know, like $15 million homes are literally right on the roadside. Whoa. They're like right there. Huh. And they'll have like a one-car garage, and that's it. 
So you see these cars that the celebrities own, these like exotic sports cars, they're all parked along the street. Whoa. And yeah, our tour guide was like, would you leave your $200,000 Ferrari parked on the street? No. And he's like, well, you have to make a choice between the Ferrari and the Lamborghini. Which one goes in the garage? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Rich people problems. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, but my uh, son, he got engaged uh, back in Thanksgiving weekend, and his fiance, Tenet, gave him a really cool birthday present. Can't wait to tell you guys about it. Okay, so my son's fiance, I'm trying to get used to saying that instead of girlfriend, my son's fiance gave him a really cool birthday present. He's at a point in his life where he just got his master's degree, and he's really trying to decide what direction to go career-wise. Should he go for his doctorate? Or get back into playing live and recording and, Ooh, and doing all that because he's a musician. Well, she gave him a compass, like a real, like a big compass you would hold in your hand. And it's engraved on the back. It says, no matter what direction you go in life, I'll always be there. Wow. Isn't that cool? Winning at gifts. Oh, That's my gosh. Beautiful. I love that. Did I just let the thoughtfulness of the gift? But I thought, OK, they're going to be OK. Yeah, they're going to be all right. That is so special. I love that. So it's so interesting that uh, Kevin's son Kyle is engaged. Yep. Two of my nieces are getting married this year, one in April, one in September. And it's been fascinating to watch how different the weddings are going to be. One of them, the first niece getting married, she's like real like down to earth. Her and her fiance, fiance love to go fishing okay. and, and outdoorsy. They're getting married in the backyard of the home they're going to live in together that they mm. purchased together. And then the other niece, she and her fiance are like into like more fancy schmancy type friends and okay. like they work out at the gym together and they're getting married along the water in my hometown of Jupiter like at this fancy schmancy restaurant. Mm. And so the weddings could not be more, more different. different. Same, it's going to be so fun. Two kids raised under the same roof. Yeah, completely <laughs> different weddings. So do you think you get enough? Uh, do you get enough sleep, Taylor? As mm, I yawn, <laughs> not quite. I could use a little more. Yeah, sleep is so important. I just read something that I think I hadn't made a New Year's resolution, but I think this might be my new New Year's resolution to get more sleep. There's a guy I just started following on Twitter, and he is a mental mental health expert. Um, and he said, this was his new year's tweet. If I can, if I can emphasize one thing in the new year, it's how important sleep and rest are for your mental health. People who are deprived of, of sleep for whatever reason, stress, caring commitments, responsibilities, having to work extra hours or staying on social media, Uh our hearts go out to you because you're compromising your overall health. Man. So, uh, I think yeah. that's a big deal with our teens and our young oh, people. What's going on with totally. them? I think they're more sleep deprived than we realize, and that's absolutely that's all the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can join me. Make that your your New Year's resolution if you haven't made one yet. Get more sleep this year. You know, one of my favorite parts of the show is when we get to check in with our producer Griffin. He's a dad. He's a husband. He's got a seven and five year old, and apparently, one of the kids had a big milestone that. Made his wife, Sarah, quite emotional. Aww. So we'll find out what happened Aww. in a minute. Griff jumped in the studio with us. So what was going on with Sarah that she got all emotional uh, with the kids? Yeah, there was one of those uh, little milestones you have. Uh, my son, Thatcher, mm-hmm. we 
switched his car seat where now it is just a booster seat. <gasps> oh, that is a big change. Yeah. Just just like dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like we took the back off and everything. You know, it's one of those car seats that can grow with him. Yeah. yeah he's had it right, forever. So we right. take the back off and mm. it's no longer like strapped into the car. He just uses the seatbelt. Yeah. That little booster just boosts him up a little bit. Did he feel so grown up? Oh, yeah. He's been asking about it because I think he's one of the last kids in his class oh. to Say goodbye. He's also kind of short. Well, what about so. Eloise? Was she like, when does mom? When do I get to sit on my? Oh, she's seat? already asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be another year or two for her. But Aww. yeah, it made Sarah like because we had to like. And it's a process to do all that. Like you have to oh, take yeah. it apart and everything. It's a your whole lives thing. just got so much easier. Yeah, yeah. especially like, switching the car seats out sometimes. And, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I can see your emotion because like you guys posted a picture of him recently. I think it might have been like at a Christmas program at school. Mm-hmm. And he literally looks like a little teenager. You're yeah. just like, what happened? He's like, like his little man. His little pose mm-hmm, yeah. and like, I'm mm-hmm. so hip. Like, he's so chill. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was blown. And now, so I can imagine being his mom. It's so hard. The crazy thing, the time that it took for him to go from newborn to booster seat, yeah. it's going to feel even faster booster seat to teaching him how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right. going to go by. It's almost the same like amount of that. time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. yeah, it's going to be soon. Well, now Sarah's bawling. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that thing when you're driving? You ever let him like steer, like sit in your lap? We've never really done that. No, no. Oh, you should totally. Don't whoa, tell Sarah, whoa, whoa. but. Sarah, if you're listening, we're t- listening, Sarah, if you're listening, we're just totally kidding about this. We would never do this, Chris, but it's totally a dad thing. You got to do that. No. Don't you have to be somewhere rural or yeah, a parking yeah, yeah. lot? Yeah, just okay. find some uh, parking lot say, or some old country road, license. old country road or something. And yeah, oh my okay. gosh, well, my dad would do that with me. I fell and and of course he was still steering. I, mean, yeah. I, just, I thought I was. Yeah. So yeah, but that's that's a uh, wow in the booster seat, not oh, the yeah. not the car seat anymore. Wow. One thing that's so fun for me when we chat with our producer Griffin is sometimes his his wife Sarah will text me and weigh in, and she <laughs> that's de- not true. <laughs> she definitely had a reaction to us talking about her son graduating to the booster seat. Oh, okay, I'll tell you what she said in just a minute. <laughs> So we were talking about how uh, Griff's son, Thatcher, has graduated from the full-on strap-in car seat to just. The booster seat. Yes. And how emotional Sarah got about it. Yeah. So uh, Sarah texted me and you were like, hey, Griff, have you ever like let Thatcher steer? You know, reach over and steer or or sit on your lap and steer. Well, get this. Sarah did that many, many, many times with her grandpa. Yeah. On his lap. Right. But she doesn't know if she's open to that for her son. <laughs> Isn't that such a mom? Like, wait a minute. When well, that's my little baby, I don't want right. I don't want him steering. I thought that was the sweetest, cutest response and so relatable. Right. It's like when you're a little kid, throw me up in the air, daddy. Yeah. And then when mom has her own kids, do not throw my right. kid up in the air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So are you trying to be healthier in 2023? Everybody is, right? Yes. And um, so there's something you can do, totally free, won't cost you a penny, and it's super easy to do, but it'll transform your health, and that is drink water. Ah. My husband teases me, calls me a water pusher, because I'm always trying to get the people in my life to drink more water. They say they get headaches. Are you drinking your water? They can't sleep well. Are you drinking your water? And so he was. Uh, he had the TV news on the other day. I know that's an old sentence, uh-huh. but he screenshot the screen 
And it, it had this story. It said, study, staying hydrated lowers your risk for disease and early death. Hmm. They said, um, there, it, on the screen, it says dangers of low hydration. You have a 21% risk of premature death and a 64% greater risk of heart failure, diabetes, and dementia. Wow. Just because you're hmm. chronically dehydrated. And there's so many people in my life, they'll have like one glass of water and barely sip on it all day. And they're yeah. like, oh, I drink water all the time. And I'm like, you got to look at the quantity of water that you're drinking. <laughs> See, now here's a problem, though. My commitment that I said earlier to get more sleep, mm-hmm. if I drink more water, I'm be getting up all night to pee. You just got to so d- get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> drink a little earlier before bedtime.